Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nate and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nate, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, love ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting while entertaining and educating <laughs> and giving some inspirational thoughts and comments all about our experiences. Happy birthday, Grandma. So today we are talking about amazing moments. And so with that, how did you create a memorable moment this week? Oh, that's a good question. So I'm trying to remember what happened this week because it's been like one of those weeks, right? We have had little pups. I don't even know if I've mentioned this on the actual episode but we were fostering a bulldog an English bulldog and she had some puppies so we are caring for them until they can find a home and they're getting really big now and they're getting personalities and stuff so we took them out of their little pen that we have them in and put them in the living room in a pen where our big boys are where our our dogs that we have are they kind of got a little curious and uh, a funny introduction Introduction to uh, big, big dogs in comparison to them because they're only like maybe two pounds, maybe like four inches off the ground. <laughs> they're very, very small. But it was cute watching them sniff around. And although one of them doesn't have, I don't think she's taking too nicely to our boys because they are all in her face and she likes her personal space. So that was fun. My husband and I got to watch them kind of learn and interact. And animals are really interesting. And I like watching them, especially when they're babies and they're learning. I love that because you just surrounded by puppy love and I can just see them coming in and they're like which translates to I love you pick me up I love you pick me up give me love give me love give me love for me it has been a week this week has been week and I want to say the most memorable moment for me this week is or was having to step back and realize when to take time off I say that in the sense of having just if you have a person that's your person that you can go to be vulnerable with and be like I don't know what's happening most of the time most people think that or it could be a therapist for some who knows but if you just have that person and so I reached out to my person and was like I need to talk it's a Malibu moment (laughs) that person actually helped me it was like you're doing too much like you aren't in the space that you need to be to be able to create at the level that you need to create and so with that take stuff off your plate and so when we were talking about it I was just like you're right and so I know we talked about this with Dr. J about like having giving people permission to be their sexual selves and giving people permission to be who they are but it's interesting of like sometimes you unconsciously consciously unconsciously
actually need permission to just take a break. I know that sounds weird, but it's like sometimes you're like, well, if I take a break, you know, LeBron didn't take a break. Janet don't take a break. But at the same time, you, you, you're going to burn yourself out. And so that's my memorable moment for this week of like really being in tune with like, what is it that I need? How am I going to move forward? And how am I going to build this business with y'all and then my other business? And I'm not even in a mental space to do it. So that was a good moment for me this week. I'm glad that's important message for you. That's an important message for all of us. And it's really important to, even if it's, I mean, it's, we're not even talking about like just no longer working or going on vacation or something like that. It's, it's simple things like an extra day, you know, an extended weekend here or there, making sure you actually rest. Like, I mean, we, we've talked about this off and on throughout the year, really resting versus going to sleep. And we know that that's not necessarily the same thing, but because we're always surrounded with this go, go, go lifestyle, especially living in big cities as we do, where there's always somewhere, always somewhere to be. There's always something going on. There's always this or always that. Those moments of rest feel like we're wasting time and it feels like we're being lazy and unproductive because those are narratives that we've been fed since childhood. Let's be real. Like sleeping in on a Saturday was not a thing in a Black household for many of us. It was a bright and early with the gospel music or the old school R&B in a broom. Something. You ain't gonna sit in this house all day. Why? Why not? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. And now as adults, we do the same thing. We always have to be working on something or fixing something or accomplishing something and just scheduling a day to or a week or a month or whatever to just like rest is not a thing. Like and people go on sabbaticals, right? From work where they could take off a year, still have their job when they come back and they go do something that's not work related. But that only seems to be a thing that happens in certain cultures because certain class of people know about those certain things. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I've ever met any black person that has taken a sabbatical from work or taking like a leave from work that wasn't maternal or medical, like a disability or something. Mm, I was going to say medical because because FMLA, but that's most of them have to take that because they've been pushed to a breaking point. Your therapist or somebody has said, you need a break from work because work is causing you anxiety. You need to step back. But yeah, is it that's horrible that in our culture, but also think of our heritage and our generation of like slave, you work from wake to sleep, wake to sleep, wake to sleep. And that's ingrained now in our DNA, which sucks because like you said, this isn't this isn't life. Like this isn't the purpose of life of actually working to your debt. Like it's just gotta be something more. And this isn't the moments I wanna remember of looking back on my life. What did you do? Work. Mm-hmm. Nobody <laughs> has those regrets at the end. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's always things that they wish that they would have done mm-hmm. or time that they would have taken, experiences that they would have had to blah, blah, blah. Ain't nobody going to remember how much you work, boo. You going to remember, but your job is going to be replaced by, oh, they're going to be like, oh, thank you for all those years of dedication. Now we got somebody younger and able to work more efficient. Hell, you may be replaced by a robot. That part. And you work there for 20 years and you get, you know, a gift card to Chili's for all your hard work and dedication. You know, I don't know if you saw that TikTok where that man like literally flipped 
over boxes. He was pissed because he worked there for, I want to say, almost 15 years. And they told him that his um, pension was gone. Oh, yeah. It, it was like 30 years. I think he'd worked oh, there for like 30, 30. It was like yeah. a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And he was pissed. As he should be, rightfully so. I was like, at that moment in time, I would have became a colonizer and blew that shit up. A full arsonist. The whole thing Arson- burning down. I don't get my pension. 100%. Y'all don't get y'all insurance claim. No. No one getting product. Nobody. We ain't go. Well, listen, we're not leaving here. Okay. Until I get my money. Try me. At all. At all. Girl. But with that. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to get into this episode. And so uh, we always start our, our episodes with a quote. And so our quote today is, a holiday is an opportunity to journey within. It is also a chance to chill, to relax. It is when I switch on my rest mode. And that is by, do, 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 we don't know. So <laughs> I when I read this, I was thinking holiday, like holidays, you know, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Memorial Day, Labor Day, stuff like that. But I also know that in other parts of the world, the word holiday is also like in reference to a vacation or break, if you will. So I definitely think having those holidays, those vacations, those breaks, that time away is essential for taking time to revisit yourself. You spend time with family, you rest and recoup. You could turn up, you could turn down, you could do all of these things. But essentially, that's the time to pour back into yourself. And I think that we should be taking more of these breaks. As we just mentioned, giving your permission to take that extra day, giving your permission, giving yourself permission to go on this trip, book that flight, honey, book your hotel or your staycation or whatever it is, whatever it looks like, even if it's in the same city that you're in, go somewhere else, look at something different, take a break and revisit yourself make some memorable moments do a solo trip if you haven't done one before do a staycation with your boo thing go on a mom and daughter trip or a father-son trip or whatever you know what I mean like to do it go somewhere because it's important to switch on that rest mode it's important to pour back into yourself into your family and make some memories because like you don't know how long you're gonna be here why are you missing out so I totally agree with that because just understanding the importance of being with people that you like. <laughs> I don't like to use the word love. I feel like nowadays everybody, I love that. Oh my gosh, I love you. Oh my gosh, I love you. I love your jacket. Oh my gosh, I love, 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 love. Y'all don't love none of that. Y'all like, understand the difference. <laughs> There is a difference. I feel like nowadays, if you're intentional with your time and you're intentional with who you spend your time with, then all those memories, the fun moments, the laughter will genuinely come, right? And how you said like different places in the world define holiday differently. And so like in America, we look at holiday as like, oh, Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that. But another place in the world is a vacation. But either way, I love it. I love this quote because it talks about rest mode. <laughs> and I feel like rest mode is equal to do not disturb <laughs> your phone. Like, yep. do not talk to me. Do not contact me. I No, at all. Like, I am in rest mode, meaning if you are not invited in my circle, you do not come penetrate this circle because A, you are here because you cause me unrest. I just need people around me that cause, help me with peace and keep me restful. Mm. <laughs> that unrest Listen, you are preaching this morning, okay? Girl, maybe God dropping some wisdom in me. I mean, amen for that. (laughs) Have you had like, or thinking about over, I guess your past life, not your past life, your life. (laughs) But (laughs) 
like, listen, I don't know what happened in my past life, child. Well, okay, I so that I do want to know how many past lives I had. But I mean this in a way because I was talking to a friend and we talk about like our past lives, like within our state now, because your past life as a child, you're not a child anymore. Your past life as a teen, you're not a teen anymore. Your past life in your 20s, you're not there anymore. So technically those are also your past lives too, right? So <laughs> with that being said... What are some like amazing, memorable moments that you you've had? Oh, I've had a lot. And I'm grateful for that too, because my parents are very adamant about us like being outside and being able to go play and be imaginative and creative. And my father being a Marine was very adamant on travel and getting outside of your own backyard and being able to see the world is so much bigger than what we've experienced at that point. So luckily I've had a lot of memorable moments. One of my favorite is the very first cruise that I went on and it was one that my dad was constantly talking about. So like this was back in the day where they had the VHS tapes, uh, the promo tapes for Carnival Cruise Lines. I don't know if they had them for other cruise lines, but we specifically had the ones for Carnival and they came on a VHS and it was maybe 15 minutes and it was just a promotion video of just that one ship. It wasn't even of the cruise line as a whole. It was just the one ship and it was Carnival Elation because I still remember the goddamn song because I have it in my head right now as I, as I speak this to you. <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford was the spokesperson. It was a whole thing. When I tell you this man watched this date every day, it got to the point where it was annoying for us. But then we would come down to Houston. We would visit family. We'd sneak off to Galveston. My dad and I would be like, we're going to the store and that means we're going to Galveston. He and I, and that was the first time I actually saw the cruise ship and how big it was. And then now I got excited. So now I'm the one watching the dog on video every day after school. So we finally went on it as a graduation present and seeing blue water for the first time. Now, those of you that have been to Galveston, that have been to any beaches in Texas, you know, they're not Caribbean waters. I'll say that. So seeing actual blue water like you would on TV or on a postcard was a literal mindfuck for me. I remember watching my dad around the ship because this is back in the days when uh, people still had camcorders. So he was very much this like the guy on the other side of the deck just like filming. He filmed everything. And I'm glad that we have that on video on a VHS somewhere in my mother's garage of the very first cruise that we went on. That has sparked so much joy as an adult in my life that I carry that in like everything that I get to experience. So that's probably the most memorable thing. I love that. Um, and that makes sense why you cruise so much. And yeah. so like, I think since you're speaking of cruises and blue water, I think of like when we took my grandmother on her first cruise and she said the same thing. She was just like, it's so much water and the water's blue. And she couldn't fathom like how this huge ship is not sinking in the ocean. And so she would like, I would catch her in the mornings when we're eating breakfast like just standing and looking at the water and I'm like are you okay like if you're gonna jump like let us know what, what's going on um <laughs> I was like because we ain't I can't swim in ocean water to come get you now uh, I can only throw you this life life thingy hopefully you grab it before the sharks grab mm -hmm. you but oh, um, <laughs> but uh I just loved it because I think memorable moments for me are creating them for other people seeing like the first time I experienced something it was like oh my gosh this is so cool because our first crew 
cruise, cruise, right? And I was like, this is so cool. We get to eat all day, like drink, go to the beach, you know, Russian spots, all that crap. (laughs) But then like doing that for someone else who's like in their seventies and never left the city that they've been in. Let me rephrase, like left their hometown, but haven't left Dallas. And I'm like getting from the drive to Galveston to like getting on the ship, like that whole entire experience was like mind boggling for her because she's like, people do this regularly? And I'm like, yes, people cruise all the time to different places. And even when we were in, I think we went to Cancun. And so like when we were in Cancun, she was just like in awe of like, and not in awe because of the people or the city. She was in awe that she was in a different country because she was like, never in her life did she ever think that she would actually go to a different country. She was like, she always wanted to go to all the different states, but never thought that she would go to a different country. And I think like that is huge right Mm -hmm. that's really huge for people uh experience to me I won't say something that's small but in the grand scheme of traveling cruises are like a small portion of that if that makes sense but Mm -hmm. helping someone open their eyes to like there's really truly a big world out there that you have not even seen I mean honestly that was even even having gone to other states or like like camping in Oklahoma where it's soon as you cross the river like the terrain is different and it's a bit more hilly I mean it's not quite mountainous like in comparison to like Colorado but compared to Texas flat ass Texas these are mountains <laughs> okay and I'm like oh that's a, a big old mountain it's not it's a hill but even just looking at that like that's a different environment to actually put your eyes on but to be in the ocean mind you it's the Gulf of Mexico which isn't even that big in comparison to the actual globe but how freaking small you feel on this big old ship, which ain't that big in comparison, again, to the actual globe, is incredible. And one of the things that I remember thinking was, if this thing were to go down right now, I know that's dark, just follow me for a second. <laughs> if this were to go down right now, all of the stuff that you stress about, all of the stuff that you worry about day to day, none of that shit matters. None of that shit matters. Because you are on a boat in the middle of a huge body of water, miles from any sort of other land or civilization or anything people back home can't help you people back home can't like they're they're forced to figure out whatever problems you think you're the only one that can solve or the only one that can do it the right way they'll figure it out because they don't have a choice so all the things that you worry about really don't mean all as much as you think that they do Mm -hmm. and when i tell you that's a that's a reality check that was a big reality check check. a big one when and mind you my first cruise i was 18 so it's like really what you got to worry about boo like for real (laughs) I was trying to go to college. <laughs> I still had, you know, lived at home with my parents, my brothers, I had all my friends. I had a cute little boyfriend or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, life was good. And I'm stressed. <laughs> Hell. Like, really, what do you have to worry about? It's not that big of a deal. So as I got older and I go on these travels and these trips and stuff, it is an absolute reminder how small and insignificant a lot of the stressors are. And granted, if I have to, you know, pay this money to go on this cruise to get that reminder, so be it while I enjoy my steak and my wine but (laughs) it's nice to know that it is like it's a nice reminder to to just refocus you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so being able to get out and you see how small the fish are in comparison to your big ship in comparison to the ocean and you're not even in one of the big two you're not in the Atlantic you're not in the Pacific which is the biggest ocean in the world you're in a gulf you're in a small pocket (laughs) 
of water between two continents and a few islands, which is not that big, but you feel so teeny, teeny, speckly small. And your worries aren't, a lot of your worries, I should say, not all of them, but a lot of your worries really aren't worth the, the worry. She just spoke a word. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I wish I had an organ. Oh, girl, Somebody, yeah. somebody played an organ. organ. How you how you do the organ? I don't know. Listen, I don't play instruments. I could play the triangle, maybe. Shut up. <laughs> I can play the saxophone. <laughs> can you? Yeah, I used to play the saxophone. I remember you had a saxophone. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I used to play the saxophone. I did not. You played the triangle. Mm. But what <laughs> sorry, you did speak a word though. Like you, you, you spoke a word, and I hope everybody got that. And if we had an organ, believe me, I'll be the first one on this. I don't know how to play the piano or organ, so I'll just press one of the keys or whatever key that is we're gonna go in that tone or just pick what three okay pick three that's a chord just pick three. Oh, there we go boom 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 stick with that yeah i'll do that but she did just speak a word hence why you know the old baptist came out of me uh. <laughs> oh man <laughs> But I wanted to say, I love what you said because another memorable moment for me was, and I didn't even think about this until you said about reflecting of like how big the ocean is compared to you. As you know, I used to stay in Cali. And so it was San Diego and there's this place in San Diego. It's like, it's called Sunset Cliffs. One of the best areas to watch sunrise, sunset, run, reflect, honestly, eat lunch, anything. Like this is my favorite place. And so one of my homeboys came out with me, I want to say, he helped me move out there and so during our time or whatever I he was I told him I was like okay I'm gonna leave you at the hotel and I'll be back he was like wait 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 no and I, he was like where are you going I was like oh I need to go and like mentally regroup and he was like well why can't I go with you and I was like because it's my secret place I don't want you going and so he was like really and I was like uh, yes. whatever yeah so I ended up allowing him to come with me <laughs> and so <laughs> but when we got there I gave him the rules like listen you can do whatever you want to do I need 20 minutes just me myself no talking just so I can get my mind right and my spot he was like okay whatever and so after 20 minutes he was like I see why you don't want to leave California I said yeah who wants to leave California like I have a free ocean right in front of me but he was like well why is this your favorite spot and I was like why are you asking so many questions but no I told him I was like because anytime I'm stressed and I think this is the problem that I have with Texas right now anytime I'm stressed I can always go to Sunset Cliffs which is like 15 minutes away from my house when I was there it will remind me that God is the ocean and I am the drop meaning my problem that I have at this moment in time is a drop, which yes, that one drop can create a huge ripple. But that one drop in my mind is like me saying, yo God, this is the problem. That ripple starts for him to say like, okay, I'm putting things in place. You may not see the, cause you know, like after a certain time, the ripples fade. And so I think of like, okay, I don't see the ripples anymore. What's going on God? But I also have to think about that drop goes down. So it's the, what you don't see that's happening. And so I may not see the ripples anymore on the top of the ocean because the waves have came or surfers in there or somebody's kayaking what is he doing underneath that surface that I don't know about but he's working on it for me Mm. and so for me that is one of the most memorable moments because when I explained that to him he was like damn that's deep (laughs) and I was like yeah nope I was gonna that's what I was gonna say I was like (laughs) literally because if you go in that bitch I ain't going to get you out (laughs) 
But um, that's one of the most memorable moments because I think of like, for me, how water plays such a huge part in my life because it's, it's I'm so impacted by it because it can calm me. And plus, I think water is like one of the best elements. It's like it quenches your thirst. It's a beautiful disaster. It's very beautiful to look at, but get get that bitch mad. She'll drown you, literally. In a, in a second. In a second. But then she can always nourish you and help you grow and everything. But at the same time, she can be destructive. And I love that about water. But I also feel like that is one of the most memorable moments of like sharing something so vulnerable, but valuable to you Mm -hmm. with someone Mm -hmm. else and having them have an appreciation of it too. Yeah. That's so it's interesting that you mentioned this because you and I are, are very similar when it comes to water and why we want to be by it, mm-hmm. want to be not even necessarily in it sometimes, but just to be surrounded by it in a sense. I cannot remember where I saw this. It was either on the Twitter or it was on the Instagram, one of the two. But somebody had mentioned had had mentioned a post and they had had several photographic images of black women in water. And uh, so her caption was something along the lines of there needs to be a study or somebody needs to do a study about black women and their connection to water Mm. because it does make me wonder what if there's something bigger than just it being calming to us and relaxing and by us I mean you and I specifically because it's one of the reasons why I enjoy being on cruises so much is because I get I can stare at the ocean in any state that it's in whether it is smooth sailing and it it all Almost is, it almost looks like there's no current or waves. Like it looks like glass is mm-hmm. still still. Or when it's mad rough and them swells are, you know, 10, 15 feet and we rocky because you mm-hmm. can feel it at that. <laughs> you can feel it at that point on the ship. Or you just have, you know, a couple of splashes here or there. You can see some dolphins. You can see some flying fish or whatever, some seaweed or what have you. Or even just how the reflection of the moon dances on the waves. Like I can watch it for hours. Like leave me be. Bring me a book. Bring me a a cocktail maybe a snack and leave me alone because I can literally just connect in that manner for a very extended period of time to be honest and it makes me wonder is there a connection specifically with black women in water and if so what is it or how deep does it go because I feel like just your description of water just now is very similar to a description of a black woman in general Mm. because we are calming and we are nurturing and we are nourishing but when we turn up it's not safe for you sometimes you know what I'm saying what it's was very that, real what was that saying of like a black woman is better than a CIA of finding out shit I mean listen we could find things okay just give um. me 10 minutes in the internet connection boo <laughs> I got you that's all we need okay we will we we look for the clues we see everything we hear it all but your description was very in my opinion accurate description of the complexities and the multifacets that black women are which I found that to be really interesting I love that because I didn't even think of the connection between black women and water. So I love that. And I really am going to start looking into that research. I thought of that when you were asking like, what is that connection? My connection is that we are gods. And as we are gods, mm-hmm. that we we probably come from water. Like that's probably why we have this beautiful connection with water. But I also, because we come from the earth, if we really tap into, if we really tap into our spiritual gifts, you would understand like the, okay, I'm going to use it 
exam. You'll understand how powerful we really are, but also how we mimic the earth. Because if you look at my hair now, right? So y'all, my hair is like in a poof, it's purple, it's up, right? And it this was so fascinating to me because when I was walking at work and I was like, hey, that tree looks like my hair. But my hair is a tree. It grows up, it grows out, it has branches. My body is the trunk. But also anytime I step, I'm literally creating roots with my body anytime I step. And everywhere I go, I'm creating roots that are going deeper into the earth. To understand yourself like that, but also I love the way that you said we are water, is at a level of spiritual spirituality. Did I say that right? Slowly, but yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At such a high level that like, it's kind of like mind blowing, but also scary to think of like, we are literally gods walking the earth. And not only that, it's like so cool to think about like, as a black woman, my hair looks like a tree, but also like you said, we are also water. Like we are the ocean. We're the most powerful beings on this earth. Hence why, I know we are y'all getting off tangent, but hence why they, what is it? I forgot who said it, but the most disrespected woman in the world is a black woman because- I try to Malcolm X. Go ahead, Malcolm. Power to the people. But it makes so much sense when you know how powerful that person is, because it's similar to anything. If I know how powerful you are and how much you can do. I'm going to try my hardest to make sure you don't even know what your power is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking, or, you know, we're in this what if scenario. What if we really are the creators of this world? And we don't know we are because we have been programmed to think we're just less than everybody else. Mm-hmm. No, that's in my opinion, that's pretty spot on. I think you really nailed it because like when you think about the ocean and you think about how we don't know shit about it let's be real it's because it's in there. so listen it's so big it goes so far down and deep to the earth we can't as human beings can't survive that deep there's nothing down there that we can discover and there have been explorers and researchers that want to know more about the ocean and more about what's in the ocean but they have to send like robotic drones or submarines down there that are not occupied by humans because we can't survive down there. We ain't, listen, we ain't supposed to be down there. Okay. I'll be real with you. <laughs> we are not supposed to be down there. Okay. Let whatever is down there be down there because that's where the Lord put it or them or whatever. That's their domain. Let them do what they do down there. Okay. But it is fascinating to me. It is fascinating. But when you think about how powerful an ocean is, how quickly Yola Sunday dip in the ocean can turn tragic yes so quickly with one good current mm-hmm. one good you know up up pool upstream i don't know all the words but y'all know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. you ain't paying attention you gone <laughs> okay is what i'm saying mm-hmm. if you're in the wrong spot with when that gravity and the moon they all get together and they talk okay they're all they all get together and they talk together okay the ocean is powerful and so are black women there's very few people in the grand scheme of the amount of human beings on this earth there's very few people that know that and because the majority of people don't truly believe that or are working actively against that the ones that believe that black women are incredibly powerful probably the most powerful beings on this planet they sound crazy to other people because other people most people have been brainwashed Mm -hmm. right being conditioned to believe a certain thing about our capabilities when the very humans that walk among this planet 
planet as we speak stem from Black women mm-hmm. from the from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it is wild to think that there are so many people that don't understand the power that we have and the capabilities that we have that are specifically linked to being spiritually connected. You know what I'm saying? Because once you unlock that level of co- like subconsciousness, you're not going back. You can't go back. You can't. You know too much now. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you know something, like the Matrix. You know? Yes. Which I've never seen. But yes, don't give me that look. I'm aware. I get the I get the concept. There's a pill, and you pick a color, and you go through the door. Whatever. Okay, I understand. But to really understand how powerful Black women are, what your true capability is, and what your God-given gifts are, like, come on. Mm-hmm. I see, and I see it every day. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me there are people that exist like Simone Biles, and as small as she is, that woman is, is one of the strongest athletes ever to have existed on the place of the on the face of the earth like ever and she come in a small little package that's a mm-hmm. lot of power in a, a tiny little place. package that mm-hmm. is that's god given how many moves are named after her how many times is the gold post moved because she keeps excelling she ain't the only one you we, know there's so many athletes there's so many intelligent people that the the gold post keeps getting moved because y'all keep underestimating us and we keep having to prove you wrong and to save your ass you got to change the rules to make it quote-unquote fair but you can't you can't you can't shut down the guy within us like it's going to come out and you're going to look like a fool so you might as well get on board so i'm here for all of it one because like even i think another moment that i loved was when simone won her first the first olympics and like i remember seeing a little girl on instagram like mommy mommy look 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 and like the girl started tumbling in the living room and the mom recorded and was like thank you simone i didn't even know my daughter wanted to do um gymnastics and then from the little girl seeing simone on tv because mom is watching olympics seeing this black person that looks like me on tv she started trying to do it and the mom put her in gymnastics so she could be the next and i don't want to say the next because simone is the one and only if we're being honest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but she can be one of the greatest right because of who you saw in the room because representation matters and i also wanted to loop back to something you said them moving the bar i had i remember me talking to my grandfather and i asked him why do why do white people hate us so much (laughs) and like i don't understand it why are like all doctors white or like indian or something like that and he told me this that i didn't i don't think i would have known like i i feel like part of me like understands it but i didn't know it until he said it like i now believe it right and that is he said back in the day when the white kids used to get sick they couldn't go like their white doctors couldn't figure it out or anything they would go ahead and trick all the way to the slaves quarters because there was always a healer within the slaves and then they will ask the healer to heal their kid and the healer would be like in this catch 22 of like well why are you bringing your white child to my black healing self right but the white person knew at some point that that healer was so spiritual that she was connected to a higher power that can heal this person right or heal this child and that she just somehow knew what herbs to do what concoctions to make to heal someone so when he told me that I was like but how is that fair our people heal their people for their people to still try to destroy us why can that healer say no 
And she, he would told me like at the time saying no to a white man specifically could kill you. So she had to weigh healing this one kid versus not even death because it wasn't that quote unquote powerful or not power important. The most important thing is like if she dies, who heals her people? And I was just like pops i'm just glad i wasn't born in those times and he was like oh, yeah, yeah i am too because your mouth would have got your ass in trouble you would have died just because you would have said something i said well god knew what he was doing a hundred percent i might be able to curve my tongue but my facial expressions will tell you everything that i'm feeling and i'd have been gone a long time ago Man. i would have made it because they would have been like you why are you not in the uh what is it the cotton fields at 6 a.m because it's 6 a.m i'm I was out there all day yesterday. I'll be there tomorrow. Have a good day. I'm taking PTO. <laughs> For life, because you ain't coming back to work. <laughs> yeah, so that's what he said. And I was like, okay. But I do want to do a fire round with you. You get two minutes two minutes and I'm gonna time you and you can do the same to me whatever of your five most memorable moments oh wait let me get the timer ready hold on uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> you're moving faster than me listen okay. I thought I had two minutes and go okay there is a very first Vegas trip that I went on with my best friend where there are eight hours that I do not remember because I got drunk and blacked out in the bathroom that was the first Vegas trip ever there was a time when I was a kid that a friend of mine attempted to do rice Krispies, but we didn't have any Rice Krispies. So we used corn chips, but then we used a white plastic spatula to melt the marshmallows and that got melted into the marshmallows. So it was like sweet plasticky marshmallows. It was terrible. Do not do that. What else? Oh, the first cruise that I took my husband on was the first time that he had left the country. So I got to, as you mentioned earlier, watch him experience new things. So that was exciting. The first time I went to a country where the people looked like I did and I wasn't the majority, that was a trip. Let me tell you, uh, it was Jamaica, but uh, seeing a bunch of black people and not sticking out like a sore thumb was different. Is that four? I don't know. One more. Oh, and then drunken Russians at the beach with you in Mexico because tequila and Nakai and I are not a good fit. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And you have 41 seconds left. Hey, look at hey, me. You did that. <laughs> I did. Even had even threw in some explanations and stuff. You did. <laughs> Look at me go. Okay, well, now I need to know. Um, hold on, let me get my timer together. I need to know your five oh, in, you said two minutes? Yeah. Okay, I need to know your five memorable moments in two minutes or less. And go. Okay, so my first one would be having an easy bake oven. And then I got like the pizza bake oven too, because I love that. And I was like, oh my gosh. Hence was probably sparked me like in baking now, unconsciously and consciously. Two PJs and pajamas with family of like, actually getting everybody together and then having like the older people relax and the young people we got to cook we got to clean and we like taking care of them which is good and bad at the same time and then we all had like these cute matching pajamas three one thanksgiving when i baked 96 freaking cupcakes and it was four different flavors <laughs> And I was like, I am not a bakery, <laughs> but, but we got it done. <laughs> and whew, thank God that they liked them. But black people and pumpkin spice is some, some funny. Let me see. Four. Four will be going to Oktoberfest in Greece. And that was oh. amazing. Like seeing people with these big ass beer thingies and like chugging them, chugging them, chugging them. And it was fascinating to see everybody dressed up like the people um, at the time with my ex like he even dressed up with his crew and I'm over here like looking like the American like okay oh well I'm so cute <laughs> 
And then the fifth one would have to be skydiving because I'm going to do it again because of the first time I did it, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm falling out of plane. But it was still so beautiful to like be up in the air and like, it's just a peace that comes over you after you finish screaming and your brain realizes that you're falling out of a plane because mm-hmm. your, your brain literally goes blank. <laughs> Um, so after falling out a plane and yeah, I mean, as one does scream when you fall out of a plane, that's interesting. I didn't know Oktoberfest, they do that in Greece. Well, I guess it makes sense because I think multiple countries do Oktoberfest. I mean, they're also close to Germany anyway. So I guess that does make sense. Sorry, it was Germany. Did it. Germany. Germany. Oh, okay. Greece. That makes more sense. That makes Germany, more sense. Not Greece. My bad. My bad. I mean, I enjoy people have an Oktoberfest. <laughs> it was actually Germany. Germany. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's where it originates. So we went there. But I did enjoy Greece okay. too. Greece was really good too. I really liked Greece too. I also want to go back to your PJs and pajamas because I feel like it's supposed to be PJs and pancakes. It is. <laughs> My okay. brain was going so fast. <laughs> I was like, pajamas and pajamas. <laughs> That sounds fun though. I want to do, um, I'm doing matching PJs. I don't care what my husband says. We're getting them for us and the dogs and it's going to be great. Yes. I should start looking at them now, actually. Uh, Yeah, because you know, people be planning months and months in ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So with that, y'all tell us what is your favorite memorable moment. It could be with family, friends, travel, yourself, anything. And with that, we're going to kick it to Nate. And Nate, go ahead, girl. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too. I- to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know we keep it popping hot out there here, email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at whereresmyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at whereismyblueprintpod.com. All right. Thank you, girl. So now we're going to transition into moments of melanation. Moments of melanation. Moments of melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for moments of melanation, we are highlighting... Okay, so as we have talked about memorable moments that we have had throughout our lives, before I get into the moments of melanation, for real, for real, I just need to point out that our probably most recent memorable moment as a collective Black people in the U.S. of A, um, you know, certain little situation happened on a pier in Montgomery, Alabama in August, and that <laughs> was one of the best days on Twitter I have ever seen in my life. That is, that one of the y'all best don't know what you should. History. I mean, literal black history. If y'all don't know, you should. The Alabama bra, the Montgomery bra, whatever you want to call it, because it has so many hashtags. That was a time, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a time. Never in my life have I seen an actual equivalent to the Batman signal like be utilized in real life because that cat blew up and it was a signal to all of the black people in the area. SOS, a nigga need help. Like, help me. <laughs> And this young man jumped off this ferry and swam. So you people that think Black people don't swim, lies. Because he was Jermichael Phelps in that moment. (laughs) 
Mr. Michael Phelps. <laughs> that's, what people, that's what people called him. I'm telling you, I was tickled for days oh, man. after this event. And that will live in infamy. I'm pretty sure multiple places sold out all the folding chairs. That a time was had, okay? So I just had to throw that out there because that is probably one of the most memorable moments of 2023 for the Black Collective. Now, speaking of Black people doing amazing stuff, I do want to shout out a photography company called Stanlow. I think I'm pronouncing this correctly. Stanlow Photography. This is a company that is owned by a gentleman named Stanley Babb. And he is a wedding and lifestyle photographer that's based out of South Florida. You may not know him, but I bet you know these pictures because he is the main photographer that did Simone Biles and Jonathan Owens wedding recently this year. And if you've seen the videos and the photos from that wedding, they are phenomenal. He's also done other, um, he's also done other weddings like Natori Naughton's wedding was beautiful. I think I'm saying her name right. I hope so. Mm -hmm. But her photos are gorgeous. We're absolutely going to link the website to you guys so that you know. But it's stanlowphotography.com is the website. And if you go on the website, the photos are like, this is art. Like Portia Williams' wedding is on here. Like so many beautiful moments that are captured. This man is skillful. Him and his team do some of the most incredible photography that I've seen. They understand lighting. They know how to photograph Black people in their most important, most memorable moments. And I absolutely loved it. When I tell you I was watching all of the recaps from Simone's wedding, because I think that was the first time that I'd seen his work. And then when I went to his page on Instagram, I saw more of his work. And I had seen those pictures, but I didn't know that that was his photography that had done them. Because some of these showed up in Vogue or in People. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is such high quality work. And he's been doing this for quite some time. Just a little bit about him and what he does. So they are passionate about creating beautiful memories of couples' most special days by capturing the intimate moments that make their stories unique. What's cool about this is that he has some little fun facts on his website, which I thought were a nice way to introduce the personal side to him and his business. He's a proud father of some very handsome twin boys. He met his beautiful wife on vacation in Florida. He's from the Bahamas. That's where he grew up. And he had a former career as an IT technician in information technology mm-hmm. until he transitioned into the world that is photography. When I tell you, this was a good change. Okay. Amen for you in your uh, transition into a very beautiful career. So I want to take a moment to shout out Stanley's, to shout out his company, the work that he produces. Like you can't tell me that if I had these photos photographed for our wedding, I wouldn't have the biggest versions of these things hanging up in hallways on a fireplace that we don't even have. Like I'm building a mantle just so I can put these photos up so people can see them because they are gorgeous and I absolutely love them. I think he does some of the most incredible work. Now I want to plan a whole wedding just to have a photo shoot. Maybe just do a photo shoot, not even do the wedding part because we already did that part. We just need a photo shoot. I just need a full like setup to do the whole glam and everything. Just just come take pictures. I love this because first and foremost, he did Kadeem wedding. Oh my gosh, I love them. And plus the pictures are like, and I know like people got to stage stuff, but it seems like he captures them at the right moment to show genuine funness. I don't even know if that's a word, <laughs> but genuine. Okay. Well, it is today. Funness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like love and like, I'm looking at these pictures and like some of them are like girls trips and I'm like, I am here for it. And I mean, I know he is notchy and of course you should not be. You need to get all your coins. 
because to have an eye like this is beautiful. And it's one picture that I think is just gorgeous. It's it's called B Collective Magazine cover. Just, just looking at this like, man, I don't even know if she's going to a wedding, if she is, if not, whatever. But this is just gorgeous. I am here for every single thing because also, I think, I don't think, we had a photographer on, Ambra, and she talks about how like understanding light, right? Because if we're, if you're a darker complexion, your best pictures are going to come in natural light. So not everyone understands how to photograph melanated people. And as mm -hmm. a melanated black person, I can tell you, not even the phones understand how to capture my black skin. And so for him to specifically understand this, know this, but also you can see the artistry in here, like LeBron James wedding over here. He over here sweating. You can tell LeBron James is getting into whatever dance. He don't even realize he's being uh, photographed, but the picture came out at the perfect time and it is gorgeous. And so kudos to him. And when I get married, hopefully we can afford you, but I would like you to be my photographer. So yes, kudos, kudos, kudos. We give you all all the flowers. And then I want to um, say one thing about <clears throat> the Alabama brawl. We'll back to that. And say that was the best day in 2023 history. Because not only did black people come together, but it showed white people. We are getting tired. Y'all are trying us too much and y'all gonna fuck around and y'all found out what happened. Mm. When we're all in the same area and you try to pick on one of us. The one thing I love about black people, we will clown you to death, but we're gonna stick up for our own. Kudos to every single person, even the ones that start skipping. And I saw on Twitter, when you see a black person start skipping, your ass better run because it's about to go down. Absolutely. <laughs> and with that, we are going to move to our affirmation. I create memorable moments and experiences with family, friends, and by myself that last a lifetime. So thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Y'all can catch us every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Check out all of naysays at where'smyblueprintpod.com. Come, 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 come. And with that we thank you and we're over and out peace out <laughs>